Good morning, everybody. We have a sharply lower trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is uh, 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down five and a half cents at 4.15 and a quarter. January soybeans down 18 cents at 11.44. March Chicago wheat down one at 5.76 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat down one at 5.38. March spring wheat down one and a quarter at 5.48. So we're certainly seeing some liquidation here in the row crop markets. We've lost a good uh, 20 cents or more in the March corn contract here this week so far uh, from those Sunday night highs. We've lost uh, more than 50 cents, closer to 60 cents in the uh, nearby soybean contracts since those Sunday night into Monday highs. So uh, uh, certainly some pressure here. Rains should hit key Brazilian soybean growing areas during the next seven days. The forecast, if anything, is probably slightly wetter than what it was maybe a couple days ago. But in any case, rains do remain in the forecast. A lot of your key soybean growing areas will see one to two inches of rain over the next seven days and up to three inches locally. Between now and the 18th, going out, you know, the next two weeks, essentially, almost Every key Brazilian soybean growing area is going to see between two and four inches of rain in total, according to this morning's forecast. So some of these amounts are actually below what these areas would see in a typical year, but it's probably enough to uh, to hold off any any major crop issue at this point in time. Uh, there have been a bunch of, of different crop estimates out there. The uh, the production estimates for Brazilian soybeans are highly variable. Uh, I discussed yesterday, uh, uh, Michael Cornair pegged the crop at 130 million metric tons. Uh, there was another group, Data Grow in Brazil. They pegged the crop closer to 135 million, which was actually higher than their previous estimate. Stonex was out yesterday with a 133.9. That was higher than their previous estimate. There was another group, um, Arc Mercosul. They were at 100 128.3. So you've got a range here just in those, what, three or four estimates from, from 128.3 all the way up to almost 135. Uh, for reference, the previous record of 126 was harvested last year. So in any case, all those estimates I just told you would all represent a record crop, but there's a big difference between 128 and 135, I think. And, uh, at, at this point, it seems like the trade, get, given the action in the market, may be leaning a little bit higher, but uh, you know, there's still a lot of time for things to develop. U.S. dollar index posted a fresh two-year low overnight. It's come back. It trades a little bit higher this morning, but there's a lot of things going on here. Lawmakers in the United States are again attempting a stimulus bill. Uh, Mitch McConnell said yesterday that Congress should include a new uh, virus stimulus uh, package in its $1.4 trillion spending bill that would prevent a government shutdown. Uh, Joe Biden said that his priority is getting an aid package through Congress even before he takes office. Top U.S. health officials plan to begin vaccinating Americans this month. That's a factor that has made the dollar a little bit less attractive to investors as a safe haven item. So the dollar under pressure, which is typically a positive for uh, commodities priced in U.S. dollars, although you're not really seeing that here in the grain markets this week. The S&P 500 posted a fresh all-time high close yesterday. Uh, again, a lot of this has to do with vaccine hopes, which are high. The government is fast-tracking the process. The, the, the other thing, and, and maybe even the bigger thing, is this massive and unprecedented stimulus that has left a larger amount of dollars chasing the same amount of stocks. That's the basic definition of inflation, when you have more dollars chasing the same uh, amount of, of any given asset. Um, but in any case, the, the recovery here in the stock market following that collapse in the spring 
is really nothing short of astounding. The S&P 500 has gained 67% since bottoming on March 23rd. That is just an unprecedented uh, return. Um, it, it's, it's been an unbelievable recovery when you think about the events that have transpired this year uh, amid this pandemic. Funds are reducing length across the grain complex. Uh, private groups estimated yesterday that funds were net sellers of 15,000 corn, 7,000 beans, 5,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Combined estimated fund length across those three contracts, corn, uh, corn soybeans, SRW wheat, estimated at 404,000. That's probably the lightest since early October. Uh, the combined net fund length across those three contracts probably peaked close to 600,000 contracts at one point in time, but uh, funds are lightening up here. And I've discussed in the past the idea that, or or the prospect that funds could liquidate some of this length ahead of the end of the year. And that could very well be uh, in play here. That, that may be part of what's going on. Asset alloca- allocation or reallocation happens every year, and this could be part of it. And I, and I know there are some, some fundamental items that have turned bearish here too, but uh, money flow is is certainly a thing. EIA will release uh, weekly ethanol data later this morning. We've actually seen some stronger ethanol production numbers in recent weeks, but we've got a problem. The problem is softening demand, uh, softening gasoline demand, um, softening demand for ethanol. Um, gasoline demand's running more than 10% below last year's pace over the last four weeks on average. And it, it may get worse here or uh, remain soft with these lockdowns and restrictions. So I think there's a lot of analysts out there who believe that ethanol stocks are just going to balloon to uh, much higher levels in the coming weeks, which presents a problem. Um, ethanol production margins across the Corn Belt are break even to negative even in some areas, which is uh, not a good thing. We've got kind of a mess with this EPA situation. They failed to hit a deadline regarding next year's uh, biofuel volumes at the end of November. I just don't know if they know how to handle this with a pandemic going on. I really don't know if if they know uh, what they're going to do or how they're going to handle these uh, mandates. Cattle market finished higher yesterday. I think there was some light cash trade, like 107 to 110, probably not enough to establish a trend. Uh, mixed trade in the in the boxed beef yesterday. Head of the cash open, the uh, Dow Jones is down 145 points. S&P is down 12. Uh, bonds are up a little bit. U.S. dollar is up a little bit, but was sharply lower, or was lower at least overnight at one point. The uh, crude oil is down 19 cents, 44.36 in the January WTI. Gold's up eight bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat uh, throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation. You do not need to have a trading account. You can be a cash-only marketer and follow those recommendations. Uh, Certainly check that out. Everyone have a great day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.